What's going on, folks? And welcome to another episode of Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rich from Northern California's Local 315. Now, just to be honest, I'm going to keep it real. I didn't really plan on doing an episode tonight. Um, You know, I I had a long-ass day. All the volume from the three-day weekend caught up to today, so I was definitely feeling that. The stop count was cool, but the pieces were, were, were... we're really high for my route and you know it's uh i really don't have much room to complain because i i do got a sweet route but you know my route got people that got money ready to spend on it and boy did these people spend on this three-day weekend so you know the, they don't they order the big shit too i mean it's none of that little stuff it's like when they order they order in bulk uh, and today i just wasn't feeling it uh it, it was humid as hell i'm not built for humidity this this six five three hundred pound frame is not built for humidity at all i'll take 110 degrees of dry weather over 85 90 degrees of of humidity any day of the week i'm just i'm not built for it i never was but you know i got through the day um and and i got home and i was i was actually ready to go to bed and and i was kind of going across uh social media and stuff i was like you know what i these two articles are definitely worthy of talking about. And then, then I got something in my email too um, that I'm going to share with you at the end of this episode. So if you, if, if, if these articles ain't up your alley, at least stay tuned for the end, especially if, if, if you work for Brown. Um, I got, I'm going to share something at the end that I hope works out. Um, shout out to my boy JB from the Concord building. So, you know, let's get this one started uh, with the articles. We'll go over it right now. All right, so the first article I'm going to read, um, there, it, it's it's a brief one. It's it's let me let me fill you in what's going on right now. So, you know, it, for those of you who follow follow any Teamster stuff, you know, Teamster news going on, you know, daily, nationally, all that. Right now, uh, local 25 of Boston is, is there's about 24 members on strike um, in the waste division against a company called Republic Services. Um, and, and, and this article will kind of get into it, but but hopefully you guys have seen that. If not, you know, I urge you guys to, to check out some of Local 25's uh, social media on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Just kind of send some, send some support their way. Uh, show them that you're thinking of them because personally, I've, I've never been a part of a strike um, and, and I'm grateful for that, but I, I don't know, obviously, then what it means to prepare for one, how to prepare for one, what it, those frustrations, those anxieties, those fears that, that come along with it when you are in the midst of a strike. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, I hear it's not easy. You know, I hear, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it, 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 it it's tough. You know, eight days without pay, you know, there, there comes a point to where, you know, and this is kind of, I'm sure, what the company is trying to do. They're trying to, you know, break them. You know, it's it's all about who can outlast each other, who can outlast, basically. So, you know, hopefully, um, you know, these workers were prepared, were ready. Um, it helps that they do have support of the public. That that always helps. Every strike I've studied, that was victorious. They had the support of the public. If you don't have the support of the public, it's it's very tough to 
to win that strike. So, um, but let's, let's get to the article. Um, I, I pulled this article from www.wastedive.com. And the author of this article is Cole Rosengren. So, you know, like I said, it's, it's not a long article. Let me just kind of zip through it. Update, September 5th, 2019. That is today. Members of Teamsters Local 25 continue to strike against a Republic Services location in Marshfield, Massachusetts. While the company has brought in non-union labor to continue service, the Patriot Ledger reports an estimated 5,000 residential vehicles have come to drop off their waste and recycling at Marshfield's transfer station instead. Continuing. Republic successfully obtained injunctive relief in county court over certain picketing activities earlier this week, according to the company. And if any of you have listened to my previous um, Historic Strikes episodes, uh, there you go. Um, Government siding with businesses. Uh, Cool. Um, According to the company, the Teamsters have now agreed to refrain from blocking, endangering, threatening, or interfering with the company's employees, vehicles, equipment, or property. Huh. All right. Uh, Republic Service, quote, Republic Services respects, so actually, this is a quote from the company, uh, spokesman. Republic Services respects our employees' right to collective bargaining and will continue to work toward a fair contract. Okay, so this is me speaking right here, not the article. From what I hear... Um, just from other articles that I've read, I don't know if it'll get into this one. I don't know. You know, sometimes there's a difference, there's a difference between working towards a fair contract and saying that you're working towards a fair contract. And, and according to one of the updates from local 25 today, it really just looks like the company is just trying to look like they're working towards a, uh, a fair contract. So there's that. That's just my opinion. Um, Ah, that sucks. So, all right, continuing. As of today, so that, that this is today, um, Thursday the 5th. As of today, Teamsters Local 350 also started a picket line outside a Republic site in San Jose, California, in solidarity. Now, that's what's up. Uh, you know, the, the strike, you know, which, which affects... Um, like I said, 20, it looks like 24 members are on strike in Boston. Well, guess what? California came through, and they're supporting their brothers and sisters out there in, in, in Boston. So that's a that's a coast-to-coast uh, support right there. And there is a 315, a local 315 nugget in here, too. Um, additionally, te- okay, so actually this is from the Teamsters uh, Boston social media so this this is not part of the article i'm reading i'm going to get back to that article additionally teamsters local 315 workers in the north bay are honoring local 25 line at local 350 their transfer station tractor trailer drivers are refusing to cross so again that's what's up that's that's dope i'm sorry you know i i I just can't think of it any other way i think that's dope as hell but um you know, it's, that, that's all it says on it, though. So, again, this, this strike looks like it went coast to coast from Boston to California. And uh, I think that's awesome. But let's get back to this article. Uh, 
Here's a quote from Local 25 President Sean O'Brien. Greedy, cynical companies like Republic have to learn that when they take on the Teamsters in one city, they're taking on the entire Teamster union. So, so that's uh, Sean O'Brien's quote. Um, and then it just has a bunch of notes for this article. It says, two dozen Republic Services employees in Massachusetts have been on strike since last Thursday. Uh, the Marshfield-based workers who have organized with Teamsters Local 25 say the terms being negotiated in their first contract aren't comparable to benefits for Republic employees in other area locations. So it just, oh, here's a quote right here. We work at the same company as them, but they have better health care, wages, and a pension, uh, says Michael DeVito. So um, they just want, <laughs> it, it sounds like they just want what, the, the, the status quo of what's being uh, paid at, at the other stations, not even at other companies. It sounds like what's being paid at other stations, other locations, if I understand that correctly. So um, next note, Republic has been working to service three affected municipalities as the strike enters its sixth day. So that's kind of a few days old. Sounds like they're trying to str they're struggling, trying to um, play catch up with, you know, getting all the scabs on board and, and trying to, you know, do whatever they got to do to play catch up and try to please their customers. Um, hopefully they fail, that's for sure. Uh, let's see. Um, a few more notes before we close this one out. Uh, following its 1A... So, so apparently I'm kind of working backwards on their timeline. I started with the most recent, but this article looks like it's been updated every few days or every day or something. So... I started from the most recent. I'm kind of working my way backwards, and, and this is winding down right here. Following its 1 a.m. launch on Thursday, Local 25 has seen support from a range of sources. Uh, looks like a few senators, um, representatives uh, showed up over the weekend to emphasize their support. So that's cool. Um, you know, it looks like it's, uh, you know almost time for re-election over in that area so that's always kind of sketchy but you know it always helps to have you know support from senators and representatives uh so it says the three towns affected by this strike have appeared to remain neutral in the process as they work to adapt uh let's see uh just kind of skimming through it now uh it is unclear where the new workers scabs that's that's uh it is, uh, that's my word. It is unclear where the scabs are coming from or how costly this backup plan may be for Republic if the strike drags on. Uh, this is the latest in a series of interactions between the Teamsters and Republic this year. In June, Atlanta workers organized a, quote, practice strike over a contract dispute. In July, Teamsters in Tennessee filed a discrimination complaint with the EEOC against Republic. And closing it out, an estimated 24% of Republic's workforce was unionized through the end of 2018, according to the company's last annual report. This remains higher than other publicly traded companies in the U.S. waste industry, as well as the national average across all sectors. So it sounds like Republic is trying to lower the unionization within their company. Um... I do know Local 315 had some contract negotiations last year, I believe. Um, actually, so, so I, I'm going to switch over a little bit. So just kind of looking over uh, Teamsters Local 315. Uh, now I'm, I'm on the Teamsters JC7 site, which is 
California's um, Joint Council. Switching it up a little bit. Joint uh, Teamsters Local 315 members pushed for contracts from Republic Services that guaranteed safety and parity among workers with good agreements in hand at West County. Uh, it lists the names of the companies. Uh, members at the four Contra Costa facilities ratify their deals. So this was uh, 2018, last year. Um, no strike was involved. Uh, and from what I hear, uh, quote, business agent David Rodriguez, members in each individual contract stood together regarding parity for each union brother and sister to have a good living wage. We had an impending strike, but with workers who continue to stand strong, we won a good contract. So, um, this company likes to put up a fight apparently, uh, but 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 God bless everybody over there in Local 25. Hope you guys make it through it. Shout out to Local 350 for for supporting that strike and and, and forming their own picket line. Uh, solidarity solidarity for sure. And uh, you know to the Local 315 drivers supporting that strike by not crossing the picket line. Um, you know that that's what's up. So so that that's what I got on this. Again, go check out uh, Local 25's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever they got, um, and just send a shout out their way. Um, let them know you're thinking of them. You know, you don't gotta, you know, study this shit like I do. Just, you know, show them that, show them that you, uh, you support them. Um, so let, let's, uh, let's move on to the next article. All right. So this next article is, uh, definitely hits closer to home. Um, this is definitely good news coming out. And for those of you who've been listening for a while, a few episodes back, I interviewed one of our drivers that was jacked for the cell phones. Um, that was a, a big issue over here. Um, and, and the good news is, is most, if not all, those guys were caught. So I, I got this article right here. This came across today, again, Thursday. Uh, what is What month is it? September 5th. And um, I'm, I'm going to go through this one again. Another, it's not real long. I'm not going to go over but it but this this is definitely fascinating stuff right here so check it out uh this is from the fox ktvu uh fox 2 ktvu website uh let's see looks like this is by henry lee and lisa fernandez so um oakland california isaiah langley briefly signed by the oakland raiders and recently waived by the indianapolis colts has been charged by Alameda County District Attorney as being part of a, quote, brazen crew in 61 robberies of UPS and FedEx drivers across Northern California, netting $1 million worth of stolen electronics. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about what I heard. Um, the $1 million in stolen electronics is new, but, you know, we were kind of doing the math in our heads. On, on what the boxes were containing and what they were worth. And, you know, if you're, you know, heard that the, the robberies were in the dozens and I did hear somewhere that it was around 60 and it sucks because we probably only heard about, of about six of them. I'm still a little upset about that. I, I'm trying to understand that, that, you know, they didn't want to, you know, put fear in the drivers or whatnot, but it sucks because I feel like we should have been updated on it more than we should have, but eh, it's over now, you know. Um, but, you know, glad to see that these guys were caught. 
let, let, let's, uh, let's, let's move on with this one. So according to the prosecutor's declaration, he is one of 12 people connected to the robberies that spanned from December 6th of last year to August 21st. Prosecutors allege that Langley and his crew stole mostly cell phones, tablets, and other electronic devices by renting a vehicle and then robbing the delivery truck drivers as they were dropping off packages. The statement reads, the suspects would then discard anything that wasn't of value. In addition, prosecutors said six guns were seized, including an assault rifle and two illegal magazines. Langley, 22, was identified through cell phone data, surveillance video, and physical evidence, prosecutors said, and is linked to robberies in Pleasant Hill, Fairfield, and San Jose. It was a partial palm print left at a Pleasant Hill site that led police to begin to unravel the robbery ring, prosecutors said. I believe uh, the Pleasant Hill site they're referring to, I believe that's the Concord building. I, I, may, I may be wrong. Um, you know, again, I believe our building, our, our robbery happened in Brentwood. Uh, it's right on the border of Brentwood, Antioch, and some places consider it Antioch, some places consider it Brentwood, but I believe it's it was a, a Brentwood store for us. Um, I don't think this is me mentioned in here. So continuing, on August 20th, dozens of opened Amazon packages were found discarded along the Guadalupe River in San Jose and most of the contents inside the boxes were gone. The woman who found the boxes estimates thousands of dollars of goods were stolen, likely from a truck and dozens of customers were victimized. It wasn't immediately clear if this incident is linked to Langley. Well, why put it in there then? Efforts to reach Langley were not immediately successful and it wasn't immediately clear if he had an attorney. Langley was taken into custody in Lake Forest, Illinois and is expected to be brought to Alameda County for arraignment at a future date. Seven defendants were charged on Tuesday. I'm not going to go through their names, but uh, you know they're, they're definitely from uh, Ripon. They're from Alameda, Pittsburgh, uh, Oakland, 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 San Leandro. Uh, so those seven defendants were charged. Looks like there's more uh, active warrants out for arrest from... Actually, uh, four more, and one of them actually looks like they're from from my area that I deliver in, Discovery Bay, so uh, hope they get you. Uh, Langley was signed by the Ra oh wow, Langley was signed by the Raiders on June 11th and cut on August 9th. Two days later, the Colts signed him, but he was waived on August 31st, the day he was arrested. So dude, I mean, I'm not saying he was waived because of that but i mean i'm sure the cops gave him a heads up and and told him hey we're looking at this guy and we're probably about to get him so um yep you just threw away your education uh your education and your pro career not that he might have had a pro career but uh, it says he played college at usc and uh to close it out policemen from oakland fremont sacramento san leandro tracy and union city as well as chp ups and the da's investigators helped make the arrest so uh glad these dudes are off the street um glad i i do i don't have no details on the injuries sustained by drivers but i, I do know several at least several were injured um including one of our own and you know just you know, with with being having had the the weapons, you know, also 
caught up. You, you never know, man. 60 plus robberies. I mean, it, it really is almost a blessing that no one was shot or stabbed or, or anything like that. I mean, uh, it's, I mean, you, you would think, I mean, one, that that is kind of a, a pretty um, tight execution of, of, of your game plan. Uh, the drivers I spoke to said, man, it happened within, it felt like it took only 15, 10, 15 seconds. Like these guys knew what they were doing. I believe I mentioned that in the, the previous episode too that I did that interview with. But, you know, I mean, these guys were just executing 60 times, you know, over 60 times these guys were able to, to practice their their quote-unquote craft. And the only thing that caught him was a, was a partial palm print. Otherwise, these guys would probably still be doing it. So I'm um, glad they're caught. Glad uh, no drivers seriously got hurt. I do think there was kind of like a serious injury, but nothing fatal or, or nothing like that. Again, I don't have the details. And, um, you know, if just, man, be careful out there, you know. Um, so so that's that on, on that. Definitely happy for, for the drivers that don't have to worry about this no more. But, you know, you always got to be alert. Always got to keep your head on a swivel, whether you're driving or just delivering. Um Unfortunately, that's kind of the society we live in these days. But, uh, you know, that, that, that's it on my articles. These two came across. I just kind of wanted to put a shout out there. You know, you know, I, I follow a lot of Teamster pages and, and, and social media and stuff like that. And, and if you don't, that's fine. I'm not saying go out there and, and, and start plugging your, your social media feeds with, with Teamster stuff. But, you know, check it out once in a while just kind of see what people are going through um people are really fighting battles out there fighting for fair contracts fighting to organize um and it's not going to stop but if you start making yourself aware of what's going on out there just a little bit you know it might it might help you in um preparing for anything that might come your way so uh you know that that's it for the articles i'm going to move on to uh closing this episode out and you know let's uh let's see what's up next All right, so I'm gonna about to close this episode out, but I wanted to close it out with something fun. Um, I, got, I got a buddy out in the Concord building, uh, play a JB. That's what he likes to go by. Uh, his name's Josh, but uh, we, we call him JB. Uh, he goes by play a JB on his uh, music, and he raps, and he's pretty damn good at it. He's got a specific style, a specific uh, topics he likes to rap about. Um, but we'll we'll get into that in future episodes. But I, I wanted to introduce this song he did, and for those of you that work at Brown, you, you I think you'll I think you'll appreciate it. It's, it's just something little, something quick. Um, once I play, you, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. But I, I was talking to him today, and we're gonna work on some stuff. Now I'm not saying I'm I'm I don't rap. I'm not trying to rap, but I have some ideas. I have some concepts. I think that we might be able to put together um it might not be anytime soon we're in the concept phase of it right now but uh he's really excited and i'm really excited let's let, let's just play this song i'm going to close it out no outro music nothing after this song you'll feel what i'm saying uh on my next episode i'll close it out with another song i've got three songs by him already um and they're all 
I don't even want to spoil it. So I'll play this one. Check out next episode. I'm going to play that one too. And then uh, I'll play his his final one that we got. And then hopefully we can get some more going you know, throughout the year. Maybe at least one or two working on some stuff. So check it out. It's my boy Player JB of Smokestack Crew. The five keys, y'all, to avoiding slips and falls. The five keys, the five keys, y'all, to avoiding slips and falls. If you want to keep the boss off your case, don't run. Walk at a brisk pace. If falling down is not what you wish, make sure firm footing is established. If you slipped before and didn't like how it felt, stay off rollers, shoot slides and belts. Scan the area when you work and look where you step before you get hurt. There's one last key I'd like to mention to make adjustments for changing conditions. The five keys, y'all, to avoiding slips and falls. The five keys, the five keys, y'all, to avoiding slips and falls. The five keys, the five keys, y'all, to avoiding slips and falls. The five keys, the five keys, y'all, to avoiding slips and falls.